Nice. <laughs> Hello again. This is uh, Russell. And I'm Christine. And welcome back to the Rainbow Nation podcast. This is our very second episode. Kind of exciting. It's super exciting. Um, we have a very special guest here. His name is Blair Moreau. Um, I kind of know Blair through through work, but um, a lot of other people may know him through uh, the the city. And what else? Um, well, not only. Yeah, sorry, because you used to work with the city, correct? I used to work there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's kind of been all over the place. Nice. So Ooh. welcome, Blair. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Happy to be here. So today is October the eleventh. National Coming Out Day. Yay! Nash, happy National Coming Out Day. Happy National Coming Out Day, <laughs> and you. Um, yeah, it made me think about when I came out to my mom, and her response was, "When did this come on?" <laughs> <laughs> and the, I think we talked about this before, but you you came out later. Yeah, I was thirty. Thirty, yeah. Yeah. That, that's when I came out as well. Mine was a more tearful and more dramatic because you know homos they like the drama. But um, yeah, it was very, very dramatic, but she was very, very loving and caring and understanding. So it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So I guess we will get rolling with the questions. We have a few questions for you. Um, wait, 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 didn't you want to do? Oh yeah. First, we're going to do a little uh, fun thing. It's called Queer Trending. Okay. So I made it up. Also and... known as? As what? Quending? Oh yeah, quending. <laughs> so yeah, it's queer trending, otherwise known as quending. So I just picked out two little facts today that was trending, and I don't know if you've seen the series Atypical on Netflix. I haven't. No. It's super good. Um, it's about a family living with autism, but there is a girl. Um, her character is Casey, and her name is Bridget Lundy Payne, and she just came out as queer. But her role. In Atypical, she's super funny, so that's why nice. I like the show so, gotcha. so much. And you said that's okay. on Netflix right now? Yes, so you need to watch it. Season, how many seasons are there? Two. Oh, sweet. I just finished two season two last night. Yeah, I'll add it to my list. Binge, yeah, binge really watching. Good. Perfect weather for it. Pretty gross though, right? Yeah, and then the other fact I had was that Facebook now has a coming out option on Facebook, so awesome. you can tag it as a major event and then add oh, okay. your cool. photos and stories, and you can hashtag coming out to share. Um, yeah, so it was cool. That totally just sounds like you're coming out to the performer share or share, share, share like share I'm going to share them. my lunch with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think it would have been better with share. It could have been share. <laughs> So, Blair, here we go. Are you going to ask the first question? No, mine are more lighthearted. Yours are more interesting. Okay, well, I'll go first. Sure. So, I know you grew up in Prince Rupert, mm -hmm. and I just would like to know why did you decide to stay in Prince Rupert? I, I actually left for a few years to go to university, and uh, I went to Winnipeg, of all places. I love um, Winnipeg. I, I chose it because of the particular program, and I kind of stumbled into something which was this newfound appreciation for how many, or just how wonderful this place really is. I didn't mm -hmm. really know what I had until I left. And so after university, my parents had moved down to Vancouver Island, and I had a choice to make if I was going to come back or not. 
And having spent four years in the prairies, I was ready to get, you know, some mountain climbing in, kayaking, mm-hmm. yeah. all that other good stuff. And so I was actually kind of desperate to get back here because there was so much that I didn't realize I had missed. Yeah, that's... Is it very flat there? Like Completely. Is it... It's yeah. jarring flat. when you get yeah. off the plane. Cold winters, lots of lightning storms but yeah. in the spring. But that's like technically the middle, like smack dab in the middle of Canada, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So the University of Winnipeg, where I went, their their slogan was "Heart of the City, Heart of the Continent," because they're just um, like the ge- that's the thing that they brag about. They're the geographical center of crazy. Canada. Yeah. So how how was that the the whole experience for you? Uh, I, I'm glad that I did it because I got to see a totally different way of life and uh, and living in a larger city like that it still kind of had a small town feel it was like 700,000 people I think in Winnipeg so <laughs> it uh, yeah it was definitely a different experience but I can I can apply a lot of the lessons that I learned out there back here so yeah I'm cool. really grateful for it nice that's interesting I went away for university too and, and left a few times and I just totally missed Prince Rupert and same situation my parents moved my siblings moved i'm the only one here and uh yeah i just had this huge uh drive to stay in prince rupert so mm-hmm. it's cool what do you think that's about small town friendliness people hmm. yeah yeah people i would say people over friendliness <laughs> if that makes any sense <laughs> well you know what i mean like yeah. i mean the the connections you make here are definitely much more I would say stronger. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Also, the five minute commute. I mean, <laughs> ten minutes to Port Ed, <laughs> but yeah. the five minute commute is. Plus, I, I love the the thing where there's like an actual traffic jam, and people call it the the rush minute. Yeah, oh, the rush minute. I've never. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. the rush hour. So. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, so how was growing up in Prince Rupert for you? I wouldn't have had it any other way. I literally can't imagine life not growing up here and that's where I'm kind of considering now and I'm getting to that phase in life where my wife and I are starting to think about having kids it's like all right well what does it mean to actually be raised in Prince Rupert and like I look at the education that I got and the diversity of the classroom that I was in Mm -hmm. and we would always make a joke that I was the minority on our basketball team Mm -hmm. Uh, and that you don't get that experience a whole lot of other places and that was really valuable to me to learn yeah. a whole bunch of a, a whole different range of cultures, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a better person for it. Well, that's awesome. awesome. That's good to hear. I hear I hear that a lot too from people when they leave Prince Rupert, where there's a bit of shock, where you don't see the diversity. And um, my parents live in the Kootenays, and it's it's been very white there for a long time. So even when I'm there for a long time, I'm like. Where is everybody? (laughs) (laughs) And plus being in a a blended family too, like my son is African-American, so, you know, we kind of stand out. But that's a good story. It's good to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, So just about your role with city council, and I know the election is coming up, but what do you want to see happen in Prince Rupert in the next five years? Like what what do you want to see go on here? I would would say the... I mean, kind of the bigger one that's not the most exciting, but I think kind of my number one priority is there's so many financial issues that we've inherited from just the last 20 years of decline that we really have to fix our finances. But bigger than that, I think a lot of people have uh, had a lot of focus on the downtown. That's a personal mm-hmm. passion of mine. Um, you know, I, I'm walking and biking to work a lot, yeah. and, uh, and our office is right downtown. I see it every day, and I, I just can't stand seeing all those vacant storefronts and lots and deteriorating right. buildings. That's a priority for me. 
Um, and then more than that, I think you've got, it wouldn't come as any surprise, but waterfront access is a huge yeah. piece of the puzzle to quality of life in Prince Rupert. And Rushbrook Trail is a perfect example it's amazing. of the yeah. desire that people have. That trail is used better than almost any asset that I've seen in Prince Rupert. So mm-hmm. uh, those are kind of my two key things that I want to see. No, that's awesome. Um, I'd like to see the Dairy Queen building. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I'm like it down completely. Yeah, or a garden, uh, something. Yeah. yeah. The Dairy Queen building is the symbol of what Prince Rupert used to be. It's like right yeah. when you're yeah. driving to town and it's like this deteriorating building and you just know that this city's suffered through a long period of decline. Yeah. When that building comes down, that's the time that we can say, wow, all right, we yeah. finally started the next yeah, chapter. I agree. But I think more so for that building, like, I mean, for. For people our age, Christine, well, did you were you ever here when the swimming pool was like right? By, oh yeah, yeah, the swimming pool was is underneath the, the liquor street. store. Or yeah, 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 and then you used to like yeah, yeah, you used, you used oh. to come across the street to the Dairy Queen and get like a deli bar or oh, yeah. or some yeah. French fries, and yeah. you know just that would be like your total entertainment. That's yeah. awesome. Getting a deli bar after swimming or going <laughs> and getting fish and chips. Yeah, so, yeah, I think it would be good to have something else be there and and the other buildings i agree it's a bit shocking if it was, you're walking around town yeah and then to see like um the random colors you know they tried that kind of concept of let's paint the empty yeah. buildings mm-hmm. bright bright primary colors which I, I don't think really worked i think it worked for a while like i like how cow bay is looking you know with the bright colors but do you mean down here like just yeah yeah like uh i think um Oh my gosh, what was that the store that closed? The stationery store, isn't that? McLean and Rutterham. Yeah. yeah, yeah, wasn't that like bright yellow or, mm-hmm. or green yeah. or brown? Yeah, there's just a lot. Yeah, it's like the, you have to kind of pair that with a larger strategy to actually get more businesses downtown and more people down there. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're just putting painting on a building and, and not addressing kind of the root issue, which is why is retail leaving? It's because it's getting killed by Amazon and Google yeah, and Facebook. Totally. And... Yeah, then why are there like three optometrists? Are there that many people in Prince Rupert? I don't know. I. I it's no a idea. need. I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think you're Sorry, just a random. future survey. <laughs> <laughs> well, to have like, you know, no access to stores or selection of stuff that we have three optometrists. So, yeah. you know, is that a bonus or... Might be a bonus. It's a bonus for our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me, I need new glasses. So. More selection, I guess. Are you done with your questions? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mine are much more. Actually, let's ask Blair. Do you have any questions for us? I can. I can wait till the end. Where I'm gonna. Be... Well, my mine are kind of, kind of, are like, kind of silly. They're kind of very like. Silly's okay. Okay. First question. If you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? Oh, man. Like, if, if, like if you were a superhero, like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but what would you consider your superpower be now, <laughs> if you had one? Uh, now, it's kind of embarrassing to admit my superpower is probably reading. Just <laughs> when I talk to all of my friends, it's just like I like to read way more than most people I know. And but that... you, I've seen you read. You read very fast, don't you? Yeah, and like I just... I recently did the uh, Port Hardy to Prince Rupert ferry ride and uh, I was doing it by myself so I brought three books and I was thinking three books that's way more than enough for 20 hours on the ferry 
And it wasn't. I had to go to the gift shop three times and bought three extra books. And so I was just, I was just devouring them. It was just like those are actual physical books, or are those books that are? Oh, those like are your physical eyes? books. Yeah. Do you prefer? So you even have page flipping in there. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. you prefer like um, the physical book compared to like an app? On your oh, phone? definitely. Yeah. 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 I, I find I have no attention span anymore. So when I go on my phone with my app, I read like a page or whatever this is considered a page looking at my phone mm-hmm. and then be like close it and be like open up Facebook or something like that. I still like the book. I yeah. like the book or a magazine. I want to hold it. But then we have no bookstore here. We have the library. Well, we have Eddie's as well. <laughs> Eddie's works. Yeah. yeah. But Eddie's, Eddie's is fun. Yeah. Eddie, I really love their magazine selection. So just here's a random question then. Do you, are you guys, and maybe it's a personality trait, do you guys rewatch movies even though you've already seen them? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I do too, yes. but I also do that with books as well, and I don't really know a whole bunch of people that do that. I think people, no. I think the hardcore book club members out there, they're rereading books too. Mm-hmm. That would be yeah. a lot, because it's kind of, well, it's such a commitment, right? Like, have you, well, no, I know you haven't read Game of Thrones. No, I haven't. Or, actually. I've actually, I, that I would be a good. but I don't actually think I've read a fiction book since I was like, into the Harry Potter in high school. I oh, mean, so it's all nonfiction? It's all nonfiction. Wow. Yeah. I don't know why that's such a big <laughs> Wow, you like words? That's, bo- that's, bo- that's boring and dry. It's not really a superpower. I, know. I, I still really like autobiographies. Wow, yeah. really? I yeah, I love reading about, um, you know, famous People's people or, or people who have a story. Like, I'm just waiting for my friend to finish the Phil Knight book on Nike. I can't oh, wait to read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so. I'm like so basic and very trashy, like Jackie Collins, Harold Robbins, V.C. Andrews. That's what I grew up with. Yeah, V.C. Andrews was big. And like the, the, I think honestly, the last series of books I read was well, actually no, I, well, The Hunger Games, but I didn't finish that. You, you know what? Trash. Your challenge this year is to finish a book, and like an actual book, a physical <laughs> yeah. book. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a book for you. Okay. I'll tell you. Okay. All right. So that was my one question. <clears throat> my second question is, what would you have any advice for anyone that wants to partake in National Camino Day? Any advice for them? Yeah. Oh, man. I would just say, give your friends the benefit of the doubt. Uh, any nerves that you have, uh, your friends, if they're really your true friends, are going to support you no matter what you say, no matter how awkward you feel, no matter how shy mm-hmm. you might be. Right. Um, yeah, give your friends the benefit of the doubt. Don't don't start playing through scenarios in your head of people going to disown you and all that other ridiculous stuff. I mean, we're in a day and age now where yeah. your true friends are going to be there for you and support you. Nice. Yeah. That's nice, yeah. It was um, flipping through my phone last night just on Twitter um, because it's like uh, the National Community Day happened last night for some people. Um, just seeing some of the videos, the heartbreaking videos that mm-hmm. people had like testimonies of. I came out to my mom. She kicked me out on the street. I've been on the street for like 12 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of homelessness still associated with coming out. Yeah. yeah, that's heartbreaking. I don't know how much in Canada, like it's a statistic we probably need to look at, but I know I know it happens, but I would say it probably happens a bit more right. in the U.S. and other parts of the world. LGBT compared to... Mm-hmm. to... Yeah, it was, it was interesting in Winnipeg actually because I made quite a few friends who were in the process of coming out so they would you know they were starting to come out to their friends on campus mm-hmm. but not to their families back home wherever right. they might be and the prairies generally is a much more conservative culture and that yes. was 
that was pretty humbling for me that I had a couple of friends come out to me in second year university and they hadn't told their, their parents or their grandparents yet. And their fear was not in telling their friends. It was how do I go home and confront mm-hmm. like the world that I grew up in and tell those people that raised me that I'm gay. And that was, I just can't imagine That's having really to do that. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of a benefit for, for Prince Rupert, I guess, because I consider Prince Rupert more cosmopolitan than some of our surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Like you, it feels like it gets more conservative as you go more inland. Yeah. So like Smithers, for example. Mm-hmm. Or to, but Smithers has Pride Day. They have their own pride. We just have to organize it. <laughs> yeah. I know, but I mean, you know what I'm saying though? Like, I mean, for, for Prince Rupert to have to be so Cosmo and so kind of, I wouldn't say laid back, but compared to Smithers, mm-hmm. would, you know, that because that, when I think of Smithers, I think of just more conservative, obviously, than Rupert. Yeah, no, I think it is. I know they have a really strong GSA there, and I haven't oh, really, connected eh? yet with the teacher, but... Um, and same with Prince George and some of the smaller towns are House following Terrace. suit. Terrace is coming along. Yeah, yeah. I just met with um, some people from Terrace. and. Have you ever been to like um, the Prince George Pride? Either of you? No. no. I've never been to a Pride. No. Which I can't like, believe. A, but wow, you haven't yeah. been to one. I know. That's surprising. I know. Uh, well, yeah. It's always a, a, a tough weekend for me um, yeah. in Vancouver, but this year I'm going to go. That's I'm, awesome. Yeah, yeah Russell always comes back with so much more energy. And energy. I know. Like, you never believe it. <laughs> my, I know, my sister's been to a Pride, Russell's been to a Pride, and... My first Pride was 2013, so I haven't been yeah. that, that active, but for sure, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, and that's how we actually plan to end our podcast, yes. is oh, going to, to Pride. That's pride. awesome. Yeah. In Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's probably the biggest one you could choose, I think, hey? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, that's pretty cool. That's our plan. Yeah. Okay. So my last question, and I hope I don't make you uncomfortable, Christine. What happened with the Rainbow Crosswalk in Prince Rupert? As someone who's know. actually on the city council. Because I, I, I don't know if you remember, we there was like an actual approval for the Rainbow Crosswalk. But then it turned into a rainbow pathway. Which, yeah. by all, you know, it's, mm. it, it's still beautiful and stuff. But it just kind of irked me that there's still no crosswalk. I, yeah, honestly, I, I don't know what would have happened there. The only conversation I remember having was there was a, a budget associated with it. And I think ultimately what we, it just came down to was logistics that if you're doing a crosswalk, it's being driven over every day. So the paint fades way faster than it might on the bridge. I think it might've just been a practical decision of having to repaint less, but I actually, I actually don't know. I could look into it for you though. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just curious, just because I think, I think it's the same that's what we were told too, and and um, like there's a big erosion issue, and with the rain and the weather, mm-hmm. it would be gone in a year, and that's what maybe, happened with Terrace. Maybe less with our weather. But, yeah, maybe a bit less. Yeah. But um, I'm totally fascinated right now with crosswalks because in the Yukon or Whiteheart Whitehorse, mm-hmm. um, they put down rainbow tiles. They were using like the tar and they were doing tiles. So I want to contact um, Whitehorse and talk to them because they have a rainbow crosswalk and then they have the transgender rainbow. Oh, no way. I'm not saying it right. Yeah, the colors. Mm -hmm. But they were using tiles. So I just, it's on my to-do list and I haven't talked to them yet. Do you have like a picture of that? 
there's video footage of, oh, okay. of their newscast, so I could probably find it. Because, yeah, there's definitely so many... Different like, ways you can do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, who was the gentleman who interviewed you from, was it the Georgia Strait? Mm-hmm. He, and he was, like, saying he was contacting other communities yeah. across the province who have done this, and he just wanted to kind of talk to yeah. people about it. So just seeing that many communities, you know, um, kind of produce one. And in Terrace, so they had the rainbow crosswalk in a really high traffic area and right. now they've made it closer to the farmer's market because oh, okay. there's less traffic. traffic there. That's what you I'm You mean thinking. like car traffic or Car traffic. Oh, okay. So there's still foot traffic and people right. going well, through. So, okay. So with that, like ideally, if you're looking for foot traffic and you would see while well, looking around Prince Super, where do you think the most ideal place would be for foot traffic to have a rainbow crosswalk? Either of you. Yeah, it's funny because you kind of want to balance the visibility. You want it to be in a high profile mm-hmm. area, so you're making a good statement with it, but you also don't want it to be on a high traffic area where you're right. getting a lot of rubber tires on it. So mm-hmm. to me, I would think um, maybe the uh, the one-way street uh, by City Hall might work, uh, yeah. or even that intersection as Fulton comes down oh, okay. to City Hall. Yeah. Right. Just do it on the side streets or, um, not the side streets, sorry, but yeah. you know what I mean. The, yeah, yeah. The, um, That's a good one. Yeah, I never would have thought of that one. That, well, I think if the statement you're trying to make is that we're an inclusive mm-hmm. community and I think City Hall is the best place to start. It's right smack dab in the middle of the downtown. And, Either yeah. there or like by the courthouse. You know, that the, as you're going out of the courthouse? Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. kind of winding oh, road. Oh, yeah, yeah. I also thought... Um, by the cruise ship terminal, but I guess if you have yes. one at Cal Bay and there's a little crossing by Atlan Terminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I don't think, I think buses maybe go down there, but it, the cruise, and like the, the yeah. passengers would see it the, as they come yeah, out. The Port of Prince Rupert staff, maybe, because I think that's where they park as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, I can but totally less, see that. But it's less traffic yeah, yeah, yeah. even. For sure. But lots of people go down there. Yeah. So. But I'm totally going to look into the tiles because... The tiles would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. And oh I'm sure it's made to, out of some rubbery, right? non-eroding material. Yeah. I don't know. What would ceramic look like? Like, not feasible or anything? I have no clue. That would be a question for the engineering That's department. Your, <laughs> That's your homework. <laughs> well, though those are my questions. Now, what about you? That actually leads me perfectly into like a question I wanted to ask you guys coming here today because something I've been playing around with now for the last few years, um, everyone kind of knows Prince Rupert informally as the City of Rainbows. Mm -hmm. It was a brand that was kind of like, I think it was probably the 60s or 70s, and it's still kind of used in conversation, but it's not used officially anywhere else, Um, whether that's tourism or the port or the city in general, whether it's recruitment and retention or just community Mm -hmm. pride, whatever it is. Um, and I want to try to bring it back. So I want to know awesome. from you guys. My my thought process is, it's a it's actually can get kind of complicated. So I actually wrote it out for myself so I wouldn't forget. But long story short, I think the me- the metaphor that the rainbow is for Prince Rupert is like the perfect synergy, where the rainbow is it's a natural phenomenon, just mm-hmm. the same way that Prince Rupert is. It's in this fantastic place we're the only city in the great bear rainforest Mm -hmm. the rainbow is just an amazing natural phenomenon to to look at so that's Mm -hmm. kind of the first piece the first uh or the reason it's a good metaphor the other one is our existing brand i just brought a photo i know people at home won't be able to see it but it's just a seal it's a corporate seal and it says with net and pick by rail and ship 
we win our wealth. It's like, if that's not from 1815, I don't know what else is. That's awful. And I don't even know if I could repeat yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a testament to our history and how this town was built, but mm-hmm. we have so much more than yeah. that these days. So it's like, I think it's time for a rebrand. The other thing is, because it's already really well-known and understood, I don't think anyone is going to object to us kind of mm-hmm. reclaiming the city of rainbows. Right. Well, and that's what I remember, the, yeah. the Prince Rupert pin. And actually, when... We moved here in the early 80s. I think the sign said it. Yeah. It, it said, it welcome to Prince Rupert City of Rainbows. Right. Because I was five at the time, and, and I remember telling my friends, we live in the City of Rainbows, <laughs> yeah. and then here I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It's so, oh, I so think well. it's awesome. I don't think we get pushback. The other, obviously, the reason we even became known to that is that in the first place, it's because it rains, but also because it's cloudy. This is the really funny part for me is like, I actually had to look up how the human eye can see rainbows because I just wanted to mm-hmm. understand actually what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's this combination of having water droplets in the air yeah. and a low angle of sunlight through cloud. That's the only way to for the human eye to pick up on a rainbow. So we're the rainiest city and the cloudiest city in Canada. That's like the That's perfect awesome. <laughs> the perfect little ecosystem for rainbows. Yeah. So like people view Vancouver as having like some of the worst rainfall and that's kind of part of their rain city image. We have mm-hmm. twice as much rain every year. And then in terms of sun, people make fun of Seattle all the time for being right. like this grungy place. We have half as much sun as Seattle. So these are, these are kind of sad. It's a little sad. But we're but, making them happy. But the whole like point silver of, lining. But yeah, yeah, to me, that's like the whole point of the brand is like, no one can take that from us because who else is going to compete with the rainiest, cloudiest, <laughs> the city? Yeah. Yeah. title of City of Rainbows? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no one can beat us. And, and yeah, so then... That's that's kind of like the pitch of why the metaphor works. But then also, it, I mean, the rainbow has become kind of that that galvanizing symbol for the movement of LGBTQ mm-hmm. rights. Right. And I think even larger than that, I hope you guys would agree, it's now kind of evolved into a bigger symbol of inclusivity and diversity. No, I more agree. Broadly. Yeah. That's exactly the image I think that we want to encourage in Prince Rupert mm-hmm. is like-minded people who are open and accepting of every type of lifestyle and like you were saying russell we are more cosmopolitan than most places in northern bc i think if we start to foster that image and Mm -hmm. put that into our collective identity we can can create such a phenomenal change in our culture here in prince rupert to be open and accepting and yeah i agree and i think i think it's fantastic and the statistics are awesome i mean (laughs) That's pretty hard. Cloudy and yeah, rainbows yeah, yeah. and rain. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was kind of not the best, but wow. It's, it's all, the worst. Also, too, the best um, of the worst. Like my parents' friends will will say, or when my parents come back to Prince Rupert, you know, they'll always say to me, "It's so friendly here. Everyone's so friendly here." And I was talking to my mom this summer, and they're in the Cooties, and I said, "You know, do you miss Prince Rupert?" And she said, "It's so friendly." Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. and I think. We work at our friendliness because of the weather, because we're trying to make up for it somehow. <laughs> and when new people come to town, we're always checking in on them. At least we are in my work. You know, we're, right. we're just like, how are you doing? It's really dark. It's how raining. How are you adjusting? You know, and, and I think it, it's a great image for our town. Mm-hmm. And, and look at the businesses around town that have adopted Safe Place. And yeah. It's yeah. Perfect amazing. Perfect example. For sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's the Rainbow Pathway. And mm-hmm. one of the things I wanted to mention about that as well, I'm not anti-Rainbow Pathway, but um, the, the cool thing about that was with um, when the Prime Minister was here. Yeah, I, yeah. I took that photo actually, because I think that, that was the other funny part is like, 
and the combination of the prime ministers walked on that now. So we're already on the national stage as the right. city of rainbows, whether we like it or not. So yeah. we may mm-hmm. as well just own it. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> but the other funny part, I'd never even really considered it until I started this work, was our organization, like right. Dikmakmakai actually translates to Niska people of the rainbow. Right. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah, yeah, that yeah. name is uniquely tied to this sense of oh, place. Oh, totally. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. I was actually a little bit jealous when the coats came out for the society because I'm like, nice oh, and then I saw the bus yeah, and I was like, they beat me to it. <laughs> but no, I, I think it's it's an awesome plan. So when so, are you going to pitch it? Yeah, what, what does that look like? What do you have to do? Well, yeah, this is the confusing part because like there's Can so... Can I look at this? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. There's so many pieces to the puzzle and there's so many different things we could do. Is like wayfinding signage is a really simple one. So if tourists come off the cruise ship, how are we going to show them where to go and mm-hmm. orient them having just vibrant colored signs that are in the like kind of rainbow fashion or even having like uh different color coding on the sidewalk with different colors would be a really cool way to point yeah. people in the right direction yeah 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 i could totally see that like uh cow bay this way with mm-hmm. some exactly. well you see a lot of that in europe too right yeah. where you see you know people are known for their little different landmarks and um, I, I think it would be really good for Prince yeah. Rupert. So that's a, that's a simple one. Public art is another big one. Like oh, that totally. Prince Rupert's oh, definitely yeah. lacking in public art installations. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was down in Vancouver for uh, a conference a couple months ago, and they actually have a gigantic raindrop installation at the convention center. No way. Really? It's the simplest piece of art. It's just a raindrop. Right. I mean, that, that needs to come to Prince Rupert. Uh, Didn't one of the businesses, don't one of the businesses here have like a Prince Rupert raindrop or something? Isn't that one of their shticks? Yeah, like we give it away as a going away gift. I think um, it's at Atlan Terminal, so it's oh, a okay. Prince Rupert raindrop. Yeah, that's perfect. And yeah, and I think it's also a really great price. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. under $20 or maybe a little bit over. Mm-hmm. But it's a great going away gift and it has a little Total saying memento. with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Oh my gosh, this yeah. is so exciting. That is really cool. I, do you, you did this whole... Yeah, this has just been a personal project oh of mine the, and it, to me it's kind of close to my heart because prince rupert's brand kind of whether we like it or not the way that even the story we tell ourselves is that we have so much unrealized potential mm-hmm. and that story has just permeated the last 20 years because we haven't really had anything to tie ourselves to but with the resurgence of the port the last few years and some of the major changes that oh, are set totally. to happen here in the next few years yeah like that chapter that story is already starting to change so we want to disassociate ourselves from the unrealized potential and the decline from the last 20 years and now focus on the future. What do we actually want to mm-hmm. become? So like in really tangible terms, I know it's kind of cheesy, but to pitch this to major industry and say like, we are the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. You can invest uh, here. Yeah, and you can track. do so much. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love the stairs. It's Yeah. It's so awesome. that, that's, I was thinking like, even if I even if I can't do this in any official capacity, which kind of remains to be seen, I would love to see just a couple of small fundraising initiatives that mm-hmm. I, like I would be happy to put my own money towards. Even just painting the front of stairs like that, so when you're looking up the stairs, that you can see yeah. the rainbow. Yeah. Well, it just brightens up the community too. You know, yeah. the, the murals around town and and um, for tourists too, like they can go to all the different spots. But it would be great to play with it a bit and have like a hub. Yeah. I even like the picture here that says I love rain. Yeah, like rain-activated paint. Yeah, Yeah. it's such a cool idea. Pretty inexpensive. That's rain-activated paint? Yeah, so you would only ever see paint on the sidewalk if it rained, which is... Okay, if you make a committee, I want to be on it. (laughs) Done. 
This is awesome. So technically you would be able to do like a rainbow that would only be able to show up when it rains? Well, that's just on the pavement. So I don't know quite, you wouldn't be able to get it activated into color. But if you put, you could put sayings like, oh yeah, yeah. just cheesy stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, that would be awesome. Dancing dancing in the rain, classic example. Oh my gosh. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Where would you see like painted stairs? Uh, I think of the stairs behind Overweighty would be a good start. That's yeah, a good connection point. The, uh, yeah, the ones. The cruise ship boarding. stairs, but I know they're metal stairs. Right. Um, but you could even do parts of it, like the yeah. pavement. You could even do the Isle of Rain. Yeah. This is so exciting. Wow, yeah. that's very exciting. And pretty inexpensive in the grand scheme of things. Like, oh, totally. You know, when we raise money to paint the pathway, um, we did it very quickly with um the fundraiser we did with the wheelhouse the root pats. and the root pats and yeah. it's just we keep just redoing the root pats and i actually have to run another order of them so it painting projects don't take a lot of money yeah and i think people would buy in in businesses that would be it was actually uh, like I'll, I'll give you full credit on this one that hat was the thing that inspired me to actually start to do cool. some of this background oh, work awesome. because that's it awesome. was such a simple barcode in yeah Cosmic, like that's such a vibrant statement that you don't there's there's three letters on it and i was like i know exactly what the yeah. message right. you're trying to get across was yeah it was like something that simple can make such a massive difference so yeah that yeah, no, that kind you. of sparked the the rest of the work that I did. Cool. well and i just wanted people i think because we live here, I want people to be really proud of Prince Rupert, and mm-hmm. I want people to say, you know, I live in Roop, and it's yeah. awesome, yeah. and you know, I'm from here, and it rains a lot, but it's also crazy beautiful, and we have great trails and wilderness and right. yeah. great people. So, and that's kind of the, the funny thing is like everyone says, don't focus on the rain, and yeah, from a marketing perspective, I get that, and that's why I think the rainbow could be so strong because you're not yeah. focusing on the rain, you're focusing on what comes after it, which is just like. The resilience of the people that stayed here through yeah. it all, but also just like the lush, amazing landscape that surrounds us after the rain is done, the calm after the storm. Like, right. there's just so much symbolism that we can play with. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. I'd also like to see some um, indigenous art within a yes. rainbow mural or, you know, incorporating that into some sort of art project too. For that sure. can be a part of this. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. This yeah. is just so it sounds like you guys think I'm kind of on the right track here. So oh, you're yeah, on the right for sure, track. absolutely. Okay. We're I'll, in. I'll We're keep in. plugging away. <laughs> All right. And if you need any help, just let us know. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're on a committee now. Don't... All right. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming. Yes. In today and chatting with us. It was awesome. By the way, I think your superpower should have been like puns. Yeah, that could have been, but. <laughs> Not just because. Have you ever heard him try to spew off puns? No. Oh, it's. I would just look at the Garden Center's Facebook page, and I just there was I don't know why, but the first year after the Niska Society bought the former Zalia Gardens, I just thought, okay, we should have a funny advertising campaign. So I came up with a pun a week for fifty-two mm-hmm. weeks. That's awesome. The entire year, and that just kind of sparked some hilarious. creativity. And it was like, I'm not an artist. I'm not a painter. I can't do anything creative, but. A a good pun every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Puns are good. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you'll get to maybe create a pun for yeah, this, this there's, project. There is plenty to use. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That is wicked. Yay. So, yeah. Thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah. Thanks yeah. again for having We're me. We're done. Yay. We always high five at the end. <laughs> yes. Okay. And we have to do some little photos.